Wait, I got to figure out the debt ceiling. I apologize for my cough. My cough's going to be rough today. It's called... Uh, oh, dang. Yeah, we're definitely the uh, the scholars that should be tackling this conversation yeah. piece, huh? It's something... Yeah, economic debt ceiling opinion. Is this like relieving college debt? No, it's something, again, it's like America has spent so much money. Like, we put a cap on how much we can spend as as a country. Like, there is a literal, like, oh, could you just click don't use? Yeah. I need to, I need to keep this away from my microphone. There's a, literally a, a cap for our country where it's like, you can't spend more than $12 trillion. And if if you go over, then you then something happens with the economy where, like, they stop spending. And America can't afford to stop spending. Like with with other countries, like buying goods or whatever, so we'd literally go into like an economic depression. Like it would, it would be like devastating. Are we close to that twelve trillion? Yes. Like we're like we have to raise we're like eleven trillion. We have to raise it like more I in know. order to keep spending, so that we don't like go into an economic depression. But it's when weird. Really, when you really break it down, money isn't real. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like they can't paper. they just print more. <laughs> That's what I always thought as a kid. I'm sure. And then, yeah. and then well, no, because then the dollar goes down in value. Yeah. It becomes less. I mean, let us know what you know in the comments about this whole thing. Where are we going to put this in the podcast? Is this our intro? What's up, you guys? <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Gojo, Gojo Show. I'm your host, Kobe James. And I'm your uh, worried, <laughs> a politically worried host, <laughs> Joseph O'Brien. <laughs> let's talk music. And let's talk live. We started a Joseph, did we make a podcast? I guess we did. Do you think anybody's going to listen? Yeah, absolutely not. We started a podcast. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. at some point we do need to switch that intro. I feel like we're like getting to, we need to get to like season two. I was almost thinking that. You know that what I'm saying? We may, what we may need to do is... uh we it's need like, to relaunch, like, like, like a, a we're season rebrand, two, season rebrand. two. And then like, what if we did like a certain amount of episodes and then we take like a break? And then yeah. we do another certain amount of episodes. We take a break. I think that'd be good. Like that'd be, be that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. At this point, we're already on a little break. <laughs> As you guys know, we've been missing some weeks, um, <laughs> and it's no one's fault but our own. But we, it's no, well, it's my fault. It's I've been not go- just hey, Joseph's it's, fault. It's, I've been going through it, boys our, and girls. I've been, I'm going through some stuff. It's all of. <laughs> This is going to be really annoying. It's really, it's, sorry, this cough's rough, guys. I'm sorry. It's both of our faults. We just kind of miss weeks sometimes due to not having schedules that line up sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it gets a little rocky. Um, but we may end up doing this thing where we, we do like a season of the Kojo show where you get 10 episodes and then there's a three-week break, four-week break. Yeah. 10, or so, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. That would be good. Rebrand every now yeah, and then. Yeah, yeah. Get a new intro, maybe some new segments. Yeah, and it would also give us time to <laughs> creatively get rejuvenated, I think. You got to tell them why you have a cough right now. So you gotta, uh, Let's hop into life updates. Yeah, this is literally life updates right now. Updates on life. Okay, so life update. I was in Disney World. It's a great time. So good. Got to see my family. We're in the Magic Kingdom the day I get there. (laughs) (laughs) In Magic Kingdom the day we get there. So great. Next day we wake up. Epcot. Fantastic. Having the time of our lives. Next day I wake up. I feel like I was hit by a truck. (laughs) Absolute truck. I'm sweating. I'm freezing. Weirdest night of sleep I've ever had. We go to Animal Kingdom. I leave early because I'm like, something's going on. I go to sleep. Wake up. Just chills. Fever 
coughing, aching. I'm dying. I'm that's what happened. I'm dying. And that happens for three days. I have three days of these crazy fever dreams that I'm a climber. I'm a rock climber. And I can only climb with one arm and one like leg. Like literally fever dreams. Literal fever dreams. <laughs> right? I'm with one arm and one leg. And I was, but I was like, I'm such an egomaniac. I was like, I'm so good at this. Like, I'm killing this. And I had this other dream that like, I was also like under the influence in that dream that everybody around me was also having the same dream. So I was like, I wonder how my, my dad's doing in this dream. Like, oh my gosh. He's not as good as I am. It was crazy. Oh my um, gosh. And so... Anyways, the cough. <laughs> not gone. It's still here and it's really annoying. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's my life. It's okay. Update. The people that are on here love you, regardless of how you act on this podcast. Sorry, guys. Joseph, tell us about your life. Uh, I, I First of all, I feel incredibly devastated for you. I can't imagine going to Disney. I was Disney. Pretty, I was pretty bummed. And, uh, and miss out on some of those things. At least you got two days. Couple. And then I but had some days at the end because I got better. So I, okay. had, I had a couple days at what the days, end. What studios did you miss? I missed Hollywood. M- so is that MGM? Is that what it used yep. to be? Okay. I missed Hollywood. I missed a day at Epcot. Like, because we had the park hopper thing, so you could get a multiple in a day. Okay, so wow. So, like, I missed the Epcot and the Hollywood, and I missed Magic Kingdom. I missed all of them at least once. So okay, but I thought you said you went to Magic Kingdom on the first day. I did, I did, I did okay. Magic Kingdom. So I didn't did miss you, that one, but did I missed you it go? To, did they go to Animal Kingdom at any point? Yeah, that was the day that I needed to go back to the room. So I like was there for a minute. Okay, and then I left. oh, so you tried to like push through it. Oh, for I a tried. Oh dang. I mean, I took like a thousand milligrams of Tylenol and Advil, <laughs> and I made it through a couple of the days near the end. Oh so. my word. Yeah, I just. Yeah, no, that's bad. That makes me really sad, especially when bad. you know you planned it for that long. It's all right. We we made it through. But Joseph, tell us about you. You just filmed some acoustic videos. I did. Yeah. I filmed some. So we're we're doing some videos where like we take all the songs I've released under Goatee specifically, uh, including one new song, and uh, acoustify them. Uh, the grandfather song. Oh. Listen to me. Yeah. So we took all of them and like stripped them back, and uh, I had Ross play on a couple of them, um, and it's they sound really fun. Uh, I've got to mix them and master them because uh, we're saving some money by doing that. And uh, that, the the filming went well. I do think that I'm curious to see how they're going to end up being, you know, because uh, I I was a, some of the songs I was confident in, some I wasn't. So I think it'll probably be okay though. I'm glad. I don't even remember much of the filming, so I think I'm going to come in with fresher eyes. But it was a good time. Uh, I was definitely stressed. I got like four hours of sleep the night before uh, because I was arrang- still arranging and still creating. Thanks. Um, and then, yeah, so now I'm heading to Lynchburg today. Literally after this podcast, I'm getting in my car, driving up to Lynchburg to escape everything and, <laughs> and escape my problems, escape uh, only person I, I'm sad about escaping is this guy right here. So. I know. Me and Joey haven't got a lot of time to hang out recently. I'm yeah. kind of like, after that, uh, that two well, I'm kind of like, well, where's Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're still, we're still buds, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Like We, we should, are. We got to hang more, man. Yeah. Um, when you get back next week, we'll get to we'll figure out some time to do some stuff. I got yeah. some free time, so we'll get some work done. Get some Kojo songs out. Yes, sir. It needs to happen. It's going to be fun. <clears throat> needs to happen. Well, I'm trying to think about anything else. Update life-wise. Mm. Um, ooh, something big is happening next week for me oh wait next week for you for you yeah what, what? oh <laughs> yeah i got it took me a second we're also kayla fan awards oh my gosh we're yeah. playing the grand old opry this yeah. weekend <laughs> huh is that where the, the kayla it's fan the awards? Grand old opry. Oh, it's at the grand old opry so yeah we're 
I'm singing BGVs. He's also doing BGVs, but also playing guitar. It's nuts. We're literally going to play the Grand Old Opry with Stephen Curtis Chapman yeah. and Bart Millard and Matthew West. Yeah. And Wow, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. We have rehearsal on Saturday at his uh, Stevens place, and then we go to the Grand Old Opry for sound check. And then Sunday is when the actual awards are. It's crazy. So I'm excited. I've never been to the Caleb Fan Awards. I went to the Dove Awards, but I've never been. Uh, I don't even know if we're gonna be able to go on the red carpet. I don't really know if this is even like, is this pre-taped? Like I don't. I, part of me is like, cause I think it the, is. It's at the Opry, so I'm like, are they gonna show this at the award show? Uh-huh. Or like, are we not in the award show technically? Yeah. I don't know. Part of me is thinking it's that. Because we're, I mean, I don't think it's at the Opry, the award show. Huh. You know maybe, I mean? Well, maybe it is, right? I don't know. They, they probably present from the stage and stuff, I think. think. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I guess we're going to find yeah, out. We're going to figure it out. We will um, find out. It's going to be really sweet. I've never been to the Opry before. Have you been? Uh, No, I've never been. Yeah. So this yeah. is going to be neat for both of us. Get to get to go to the Opry. Opry for the first time. And sorry, I didn't want to burp in the mic. Um, <laughs> go to the Opry and it's just going to be awesome. So yeah, that's happening. Uh, and then, yeah, next week, something really cool is happening. I'm not going to say what. Zip. 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 Keep, keep, keep it to yourself in the comments if you know what it is. Name out <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, I think we should move on to this next segment, I think right? that's a great plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's hop into Did the Movie Move, move me. me? Did the Movie Move Me? All right. All right, Joe. What movie are we talking about today? Bro, we talking about Dungeons and Dragons, which we and came out before Dragons. Guardians of the Galaxy, but we felt yeah. like we needed to talk about that first. But this is the mythical, <clears throat> like I would say, like like uh, or fantasy land Guardians fantasy of land. like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's fantasy. It's literally Guardians. It's so fun. Oh yeah! Holy crud! It wasn't expecting a, that too, right? No, Even from the trailer, I was like, the trailer I was like, yeah, it's fine, but I did not think it was going to hit as hard as it did. A banger! Chris Pine did amazing. Holga, whatever the actress girl's name is, she was funny. Yeah, um, it was just great. And the first time you saw it, right, was when we were on tour in West, uh, like West Yellowstone, right? Was that yes? The yeah. So like when we saw it at the IMAX theater. Yes. Okay. That was the first time I saw it. It was so good. Um, <clears throat> now, one thing I did find out about it is it's doing not great at the box office. Really? Really bad. Really bad? Like it's it's, it's a loss. Oh no, <clears throat> they're not going to make another one 150 then. million and it was a budget of 200 million. So it's already lost. It didn't even make its budget, but that's not even to account for advertisement. Oh dang. So we're probably not going to get another one. Yeah. That would make sense. I I mean again, I think trailers are kind of a big deal and I remember the trailer being like this is kind of like a generic action flick kind of deal. <clears throat> and so it was already a stretch for me to even go see it in the first place, but I was like, "Ah, oh, you never know. It might be something they may good. Have spent, Could you hit don't use again?" Yeah. They may have spent too much money on it as well. Yeah. Like for what it was. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like a fun little like ah kind of yeah. comedy movie, but like with a crazy budget. And there's been so many like failures too. Like uh remember that uh, uh Warcraft movie? Oh really? Yeah, you see that's what I'm saying. Like Warcraft like came out, it like looked like I think people have had too many like video game movies not turn out good or like movies based on games. So yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons, I think a lot of people were just assuming it wasn't gonna be good. And it didn't even help that everyone was saying that was great. I mean Rotten Tomatoes gave it a good score, everyone was giving it good verbal scores, but I don't know. It wasn't uh, there wasn't enough mass market appeal there, I guess. Yeah. That's so sad. Well, it was nonetheless, it was a great movie. Yeah. And so let's let's go through our categories. Let's, let's do it. Plot. 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 Man. Well, <clears throat> the plot was pretty pretty straightforward plot, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, MacGuffin. They need this MacGuffin to bring back so and so. MacGuffin? 
They call a MacGuffin like um like um it's it's the the ca- the pe- the thing that they got to go get the catalyst piece. Oh, okay, it's like yeah. um you know uh, 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 the tesseract is a MacGuffin okay. or you know what like the infinity stones so the are thing MacGuffins. That was going to bring his wife back. Yeah, like spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> I love that we spoil it and then say it, but yeah. you know, um, it's it's a MacGuffin type thing. So that was pretty straightforward to me. Going to get this thing, bring his wife back. Um, that was fun. Uh, nothing too groundbreaking. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think maybe the reason why the plot worked is uh, I think it was more just the writing. That, yeah, because like, it's a simple plot. Yeah, but I think where it shines is like the characters. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't say the plot was anything like super super crazy. It's the characters uh, that um, made the plot interesting. Yeah, like it made you care. It was like, oh, these characters rock. You yeah. know, is it hot in here? A little warm, a little warm in here. A warm. All right, it's okay. Um, well, yeah, yeah, we can rate, we can rate the plot then. I don't All think right. we have to talk about it too much. But three, two, one, seven. seven. Dang it! Yeah, I'm sorry. We're just so we're so similar. We're so insane. We're so similar. This is why it's like why our movie tastes so different sometimes. Yeah, we, we, like, give we, we literally the do the same, same score. Thing, the same but I score. Feel like we like none of the same movies. It's so <laughs> weird. This is the weirdest uh, maybe, like dichotomy. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next, what's the next category? Dialogue. That's it. Dialogue. Dialogue clever so clever really good dialogue I laughed so hard at some of the scenes oh yeah so funny um honestly i think the dialogue is what made it shine so yeah. big i mean it was just it was impeccable especially in a, a like a, in a culture of movies where we have so many like one-liners that are cheesy yes it was kind of like the refreshingness of like puss in boots like yeah. kind of deal yeah, yeah, yeah like where everything that they tried to land comedically work yeah yeah comedy wise it actually landed for me yeah. so there, i was impressed by that there was no like He's standing right there behind me, isn't he? Yeah, there was oh, none of that, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> isn't that an ick? I just got the ick that's so big, bad from that. Ick. That's a movie ick. People, we gotta compile like a movie ick. People list. say that about Drake. They're like, Drake's the kind of guy in a movie that'd be like, he's standing there right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Or 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 uh, they're like, that was awesome. Oh, <laughs> it never gets good. Phew, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the only the only ick thing that was in the trailer was like i think i might have triggered the mechanism but they didn't use that in the same way in the the movie it was yeah. kind of different but all right well let's let's go ahead and yeah and let's do rate it. it three two one nine oh. okay <laughs> <laughs> well so different so different one I point think i was just like that was the most perfect part about the movie was this dialogue okay yeah it was just it was pretty perfect but in the land of perfection like for the movie might have been perfect but yes. like is it perfect no i so mean that's why i said truly nine. perfect yeah. but, but for the movie i think it was perfect uh i don't know i feel like i could give a movie that's like actually like the dialogue is like the key focus not like it's not an action flick but it's like something like grant not i was about to say grand marriage story yeah, something like that. Like that to me is like you know. Okay, I'm gonna give it a nine because <laughs> now that I'm thinking about Marriage Story, that's a better written movie than this one. Or Little Women, you know, Little yes, Women's like yes. you know there are movies that it's like that is literally what makes it so good. Yeah, you're probably so, right. So I'll go yeah. nine. Okay. okay, cool, cool. Glad I, I just really felt like we were out of sync yeah, there. You know? just, I'm glad we like course corrected that. <laughs> okay, so okay. now characters. Okay, characters. Hmm. Which I I'm, liked. I loved the characters. All of them. Yeah. Every character. It was kind of like Puss in Boots too. There was a lot of characters. Juggled them well. And uh, yeah, all of them were really, like even that guy who was the- Wizard kid? Huh? The wizard kid? Wizard kid? You know, the little kid that was a wizard? 
and he oh like he had to learn how to like yeah get in tune with the helmet yeah, yeah so even good. him i thought he was gonna be annoying but he wasn't <clears throat> um but i'm talking about that guy who shows up who's kind of the stoic hero oh my gosh like, he, like i he thought was, i was gonna hate him he was amazing but he was so funny like Dude. every character was great chris Dude. pine too like the first time i laughed so hard in the movie was this scene where chris pine is tied up yes and holga is like yes. beating up all these like guards or whatever and he's like just like oh we got him now <laughs> so and it was like, so funny yeah Dude, I mean, it's so good. And then he ends up, you know, hitting the guy with a, what was it, a loot or whatever? Yeah, yeah like his character, he honestly doesn't serve much of a purpose except to like He's be morale, team morale. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's great. I yeah. mean, yeah, that, I think characters, man, I, I could give them, want to rate? Yeah, let's go for it. Three, two, one, nine. Ten. Uh, ten. I was going to say ten. Did you say ten? Yeah, I say ten. Wow. Yeah, I love the characters. I thought they were all great. So That's crazy. And their, their chemistry was like out the wazoo. Super good. Yeah, my, I said ten too because... Um, uh, You're going to say ten? No, I did. I said ten. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said nine. I did. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to say nine because um, I think that they were almost perfect. I liked all of them. Um, I, I just think don't. the daughter was the only one that I didn't really like. Yeah, that, I hated the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like frick that. No, kid. no, see, like I wish she like literally like wasn't in the movie because she bothered mm. me. Not her character, but the actress that played her. I thought yeah. she did a really bad job. And so yeah, I think the acting was a little rough, especially the part where the uh, Holga or yeah, whatever her name yeah. died oh. and she was crying over. Ooh. She was oh, uh, dude. It was so bad. I, she just was, just for her specifically, I I can't give it a ten. Okay, because I don't fair. like her, but I liked everybody else. Okay, okay. Great. So that leads us with um, score. Yes, yeah, score. There's one more though, actually. Cinematography. Oh. We gotta do cinematography. It was actually pretty, be- pretty it beautiful looked, movie. It looked beautiful. I, I mean, it's not like Lord of the Rings beautiful. Oh, it was very different. It was. It was more like I could tell there was CGI, but I felt like the CGI was stronger than some Marvel movies for sure. I like, mean, it wasn't Quantumanium, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, but even like Bradley Cooper, like you could tell something was like really off, like yeah. with how they like did him as a yeah. character, yeah, like yeah, yeah. as a as a whatever as a Hobbit. So, you know, CGI wise and cinematography, I think it could have been a little stronger. But I mean, I thought it was a pretty like colorful movie. It was very so, colorful. I liked them in the mines and with that dragon and stuff. Yeah. It looked beautiful in there. So yeah. Um, okay. Ready, okay. Ready to give it? Yeah, I'm good. Three, two, one, seven. Eight. Okay. Seven and solid. I think maybe I went a little high. It's a little high. Yeah, it is a little high. Dang. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd give Guardians an eight, but I, I don't know. Oh, Guardians. I thought it was like a nine or maybe eight, I said nine or eight or nine. Yeah. <clears throat> but seven feels right. I, I don't know. It was good. It wasn't great. Wouldn't blow me away. Yeah. All right. Score. Fair. I should move it to a seven. I'm officially moving my answer to seven. It's a seven. It's a seven. Um. Okay. Score. Score. I don't remember a single thing. I don't remember about the, the score, but there actually, there was one time in the movie I whispered to you, I was like, good music. Oh, that's right. It had one one or two moments when it was like sad that the, the score was actually pretty good. But overall, I mean, it was like, you know, the typical strings, you know, nothing crazy. I'd give it, all right, I'm going to go, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, five. five. Ah. Come on, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Good um, stuff. Yeah. It's definitely just like mid with score wise. So it was yeah. good. Um, I guess we didn't like it as much as we thought. I'm, I'm sure the score was good. Like I'm, I bet we're in the 80s. <laughs> we're probably Ian. It's, it's like Ian. it says 52. And it's just, <laughs> we're definitely like no, in the high 80s, right? I think it, it was. It, it was a good movie. It was not better than Guardians 3. No, but it was its own thing. And we gave Guardians 3 like a nine on everything. Yeah, it was really good. It's top tier. Top. Gosh, of the it was Marvel so movie. good. Oh, it was. Oh, great. that messed me up, dude. <laughs> that movie messed me up. Yeah, anytime I cry in a movie. 
I cried that'll, like, that'll up the points a lot. And I couldn't cry in Dungeons and Dragons. I cried of, four times in Guardians. Four times? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I was three. So I was up there. <laughs> Maybe it was three. Yeah. <coughs> well, that was Did the Movie Move Me. What that did y'all think about Dungeons and Dragons? If you've seen it, if you haven't, honestly, you should go see it before it gets out of theaters. Go support it because it's a good movie. And it's and, also not doing too well financially. And it's not doing too well yeah. financially. So, you know, definitely go take a big group if you can. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's hop into our next segment, which is hot takes. Hot takes. What are we hot taking about? Huh? We don't know what we're hot taking. I think about. I, I think I have a good. Do I you? One. Yeah. Ah. All right. So welcome to hot takes. We got a a topic. This, so this could be a deep dive, but I don't I don't want to make it a good deep dive. Why do good things happen? To, bad things happen <laughs> to, to good, good people? people, or why do good things yeah, happen to bad, bad people? people? Yeah, honestly, good. That that actually right. makes me more upset. So. <laughs> the new live action Lilo and Stitch is being filmed and the cast has What? The yes, there's a live action Lilo and Stitch that is being filmed. Uh, the cast has been announced. Oh my gosh. And everyone is losing their crap over Nani because Nani is a uh, indigenous oh. or like darker skinned character in the movie. Like she's got darker skin. They casted a half white, half Hawaiian girl to play her. And so now people, she was born and raised in Hawaii, born and raised in Hawaii, but she doesn't have the same skin tone as Nani in, in Lilo and Stitch, not dark enough. Yeah. So people are livid on the internet saying, you know, this person, like she's not, she's not giving the proper, rep, uh, rep, goodness gracious, she's not um, giving the proper representation because she's not dark enough. Isn't Ariel white? Well, okay, so then this is this is the whole thing is I'm, like no, Ariel's not, a, yeah, I know, but Ariel's like a fictional character and the and the, the skin so is color Lilo has not, I know <laughs> <laughs> skin color has nothing to do with being a mermaid, but like the whole point of Lilo and Stitch is it, it's supposed to be showing the cultural background of like Hawaiian I don't know, something like that. So basically She's still Hawaiian though. That, huh? She's still Hawaiian. That's though. what I'm saying though. So I'm with you, but like I'm trying to give the tea so we get all the this angles. Is some serious tea. So yeah, people like making TikToks about it. They're like, this is this is ridiculous. Like Disney is just trying to like wash down these characters and they're too afraid to cast someone darker with the actual like features, like a bigger nose, bigger lips. Um where in you know, where in reality Disney made a big statement. By casting Ariel as black. That's what I'm saying. And everyone was like, hey, this is great. You know, this is good inclusion <clears throat> and stuff like that. I think that it's definitely a double standard. Um, Seems to be a bit. It's definitely a double standard. I, but it's it's so weird, right? Like, because she's half Hawaiian. So, and she grew up in Hawaii, like you yeah, said. She grew up so in Hawaii, what's yeah. The, what's everybody's glitch? Like, why is everybody all up in a wad about it? Because she, her melanin levels, man, they got to be darker. Dude, <laughs> they were more, whatever. How racist is that? <laughs> That's so racist. Yeah, this poor girl's getting like literally like beat up on the internet because they're just like, why would some people are saying, why did you audition for this role? That's like, so you know, racist towards yeah, her. Well, it's really discouraging because for her, this is like one of her biggest breaks. She just got cast for a Disney movie that's yeah. a big franchise, Lilo and Stitch, whatever. And now all of a sudden, people are gonna hate her character before she even gets a chance to portray it. And you know what? That's the two percent probably on the internet because that two percent so freaking loud on the internet. Yeah, but that's not going to affect the box office at all. Yeah, like they're just a really loud people group that probably aren't even going to go see the movie anyways. So possibly, yeah. Who cares? Like I'm just like, hopefully Disney doesn't get in too big of a worry about it, and this yeah. actress doesn't let it you know ruin her day or week because I, I don't know. I think it's a little ridiculous. Like. We're obviously in a time where we're changing up races of characters, which is fine. But like, if we're going to do that, we can't be upset if somebody isn't the exact race as the animated version. I, I, it's just sure. like, 
I guess I'm of the people group of who cares. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they got it right with her being Hawaiian. She's from Hawaii. She's yeah. half Hawaiian. I mean, that's awesome. It's like she has the heritage. She understands the culture. I'm yeah. like, you know, what's why are we why are we getting in a, a weird wad about that? Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, I probably agree. I, I like I, it's weird. I get it. Like because people get so emotionally attached to these cartoon characters. Like yeah. I will say when I first heard that Ariel was like um, casted as black, I was like a little thrown off because you have this vision of like this is Ariel. Like yeah. she's flowing red, like bright red hair. And yeah. she's got this look. And then all of a sudden you see the trailer and you're like, that doesn't look anything like Ariel. <clears throat> yeah. But like the thing is, I'm going to try to not let that get in the way of a good, hopefully a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it so, <laughs> so yeah, I could see the frustration, but this one is a little weird because she's definitely Hawaiian. She's a little darker skin. She's just not apparently dark enough. Yeah. I didn't, you know? I didn't really care about the Ariel situation. It didn't bother me. I was just kind of like, sure, whatever. You know, she's a great actress, hopefully. And it's, yeah. that's why they did it. And you know, that's, it's going to be cool. But, um, it is it is a little strange. I mean, it is just different from the cartoon. I mean, yeah. it is also strange when when you go with Aladdin and it's like we do pick, you know, people that are of the same color as the people, the, the cartoon characters. Yeah. It's like they did that. Um, so it is, it's just weird. I don't really get the, I don't understand the rules of a lot of this. Yeah. Like the internet has, seems to have rules towards what is okay and what isn't okay. And I don't know what those rules are. And I don't even think they know what the rules are. Sure. You know what I mean? I think they just kind of go off emotion and what makes sense to them. They're like, yeah. oh, we're going to freak out over this, but we're not going to freak out over this. I don't know. Yeah. It just feels like a bunch of, sometimes people just like to get upset over things to get upset over things. Yeah. Do you feel like though, like for for you, like, it, like I, I just want things to never be like a statement like I, sometimes i wonder if like disney does stuff because they're trying to make a statement they absolutely do and I, that's what i don't like it's like i'd rather just like you know they're like oh we're making this guy you know gay or we're making this guy yeah. this and it's like it's never to suit the character yeah it's always to make a point that this is the first gay character this they're is breaking the first, down walls yeah we're breaking you know? down but like does that service the characters does it service the movie does it service the story yeah Typically, no. Yeah, Typically, most no. of the time, no. And so, <clears throat> that's where I think we're losing it in the art side of things, and why Disney's honestly not as good as it used to be, is because we're worried about making people happy over actually telling good stories. Yeah. It's about being more of a virtue signaler and doing all this stuff to like make people on the internet stoked when yeah. these stories that are being told, none of this is helping the story. None of this is yeah. as growing, making, making the characters have dilemmas that are interesting or complicated it's just like doing it to do it yeah and so yeah well we'll see how it progresses hopefully this girl doesn't get fired that would be really sad she won't she would be probably very devastated there's no way um but yeah also uh, this was a whole random thing for i was going to talk about it during did the movie move me but this summer is packed with oh, a lot of movies it sure is like we're gonna be doing a lot of did the movie move me did you hear indiana jones got a terrible review oh did it it's like rotten uh -oh. On Rotten Tomatoes, like forty four percent. Well, it's not coming out till like July, right? They they did it at some. Uh, they some did like an early screening. It was like only, and it's, it's, only, it's getting reviewed. It's bad. only like fifteen reviewers. I thought from the trailer it was all sketched out. I'm just gonna say it. It's it's like fifteen reviewers, so it's not a huge okay. pool. But from the people that did see it, they didn't love it. Okay, well, hopefully, ho maybe they'll be able to fix it all in you know a month. In post, yeah. Uh, no, so there's a lot of good stuff coming out into the Spider Verse. Yeah. You know, um, some superhero movies are coming out too. I'm trying to remember what they were. The Flash. Well, I mean, oh, Oppenheimer's coming out. Uh, Barbie's coming out, Barbie's which I don't know out. if I'm going to see Barbie. Is it like rated R? Do we know? I don't. 
I cannot get a gauge on what the vibe is. In I don't trailer. even know what it is. Yeah, what the plot is and all that she, stuff. She like, gets in a car and <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Blue Beetle. Yeah. Oh, Blue, The Flash. The Flash. The Flash. I yeah. said that. Oh, you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that. I was thinking too much about Barbie. Which also got screened at that festival and got Good, great, great reviews. reviews. I've heard it's insane. Like, so. uh, yeah, Steven Spielberg like loves it apparently. Yeah. Also, oh, Tom Cruise says it's the best superhero movie he's ever seen. Wow. So I don't know. I mean, Tommy. I mean, but he believes in Scientology. So I mean, like, what does he know? You know, what does he know? What does he know? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so we'll see. There's a lot of good movies coming out this year. I'm excited for it. Uh, this is going to be a good year for all film goers. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Cool. Hop into our next segment. Yeah, what do we what do we what do we do? Deep dives? Deep dives? What would our deep dive be about? Did we decide? No. <sighs> this is like the first time we're not doing QA in a while, but it's probably good. We we've we answered need to a, change it up. Well, yeah, we've done y'all's. I need questions to get a, lot. a week off of people asking how we met. Um <laughs> <laughs> or uh Yeah, never mind. Come to Mexico. Like <laughs> We, it's like, I'm like we always we, say the same thing we will just invite like, us invite us and do the things that necessary yeah, like yeah, get in contact with our booking agencies we'll it, come for we'll, cheap we'll never say no it's yeah. just like yeah um deep um, dives brother i don't know anything going on in our lives that we want to deep dive about no <laughs> no anything no not me let's just talk about calvinism <laughs> i'm down I'm down. Let's just do it. All right, <clears throat> Joseph. Let's talk about let's talk about reform <clears throat> theology. Reform theology. It's a very yeah. interesting thing. I I didn't necessarily know what it even was, but when I, before I moved here, mm-hmm. and I grew up in a Southern Baptist church, which is really yeah. interesting. Um, because I think our head pastor was reformed mm-hmm. in his beliefs, but then the other pastors at my church were not. They were they're more free will based. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's super interesting that mm-hmm. I didn't really know what that was, but yeah. you were kind of my, I guess, first introduction into that. <laughs> You're my, I was the gate drug. You were my gateway drug. <laughs> gateway it's drug. a Calvinism. It's a, it's a and Calvinism. so now I'm like, whoa. Um, <laughs> honestly, moving here, I've had so many different people talk about different kinds of beliefs that I have like this giant melting pot of like theology now that I'm like, <laughs> I kind of have like, I know what I believe, but it's definitely a melting pot. You got a buffet. You I got a buffet. buffet. I'm not necessarily subscribing to one thing. Yeah. My, mine is like a restaurant where they just give you what you want. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're just <laughs> I like, have no choice. You're a cruise yeah. where you just go, just feed me <laughs> yeah. whatever you got for dinner tonight. Yeah. It's pre-assigned, pre-assigned menus, <laughs> predestined. predestined drinks, you know, <clears throat> I get ginger ale every time. So. I guess some of the things that are uh, interesting about Reformed theology, for those of you who don't know, Joseph, could you explain a little bit about Reformed theology? Yeah, Reformed theology like comes from the like this whole thing in the 1500s. Like it started there with the Reformation. That's why we get Reformed theology. It's just, like a lot of the church fathers talked about it. It's like John Calvin, o- Ulrich Zwingli, uh, Martin Luther, like all these guys started like breaking off from the Catholic Church and like introducing doctrine that they found to be you know scripturally. Um, more applicable or like correct because the yeah. Catholic Church was just corrupt. I guess at the we time. can all we can all agree the Catholics didn't get it right. The, the Roman Catholics, especially in the 1500s, with indulgences, all this different stuff was just crazy, right? Yeah. So, um, 
and they wanted they wanted uh, scripture to be like understood by all because Roman Catholic Church was all about hey we're gonna read in Latin but this was like in Germany so people couldn't even understand scripture they didn't even know they would just go because like that's what the Roman Catholic priests were telling them to do like come to church and you'll be saved and take yeah. the sacraments you'll be saved oh do indulgences and you get other people into heaven anyway this is an unnecessary history lesson all that to say is. This is where it was birthed. It was like the five solas, sola scripture, scriptura, sola, like by grace alone, by faith alone, through scripture alone, all this blah, 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 blah. Wow. So M&M? that's like the start of it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Or in, call me an F, man. Yeah. I'm the Christian version. So yeah. that was the start of like the Reformation. And then it's kind of evolved. Like Reformed theology is, is really revolving around this idea of God's sovereignty. It's got, you know, God predestining things to take place. So like when you read Romans eight or Ephesians one, when it says, and God predestined those to be conformed to the image of his son, or like when Paul, uh, or no, it's Peter, when Peter uh, on the day of Pentecost, like preached, it says like, and there were like what, 7,000 that were like appointed to believe they were appointed or elected to believe. So you have all this terminology and we're like, well, what does that mean? And the idea is that God, not not based on any merit or any like human will or action. Oh, I hate saying this. It did to freaking, it's I, hard. It's yeah, it's, it's hard. hard. To- but like he, he determined before the foundation of the world, who was going to uh, be his children and who was not. And, you know, you have to read Romans nine too, which talks about like God, like, you know, creating vessels of mercy and vessels of grace. And, and then, but also vessels of wrath. And it's like, Here's here's where here's where I want to like ex- explain like I feel Disclaimer. like I like feel like I'm pretty reasonable. I, there's like a whole there's a whole there's a section of what I believe that I won't go into because it's rabbit trails. Like John Piper says, there's not one molecule in the the universe that's in rebellion against God's will, which means like any action that I do, like that well. was that was predestined right there. You know, he would say that, and I. Don't like to talk well, about that well, stuff. That's where I want to ask honestly a little bit uh, for for me who didn't grow up in it and doesn't understand all of it and the ins and outs and for people listening. Like, <clears throat> so the sovereignty of God, the the idea of that is yeah. that things are predestined to happen. I've I've understood that. I've heard that from people before. Yeah. But how the extent of how far that goes yeah. is what's interesting to me. Like, that's where it gets gray. I feel because like. some people will say just grace alone, like like the the being a Christian or not is was predestined, which gets sketchy in some churches just because it's like people say grace is a gift that you can accept. Yeah. But what it's saying in Calvinism's words is like you were picked from the beginning. So yeah, it's not really a choice, but regardless of that, there's some people who go further and say every action, everything that happens is God deciding that's supposed yeah. to happen. Like, well, I, I'd love to know where you fall on that, but then also like, like what the, like, <clears throat> it just gets complicated. I think when it comes it to like, you know, it hurts sickness too. and like, yeah. you know, stuff like that, that gets really like, it just gets confusing almost more mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I think I've always stood my ground on salvific predestination, which is just the idea of like, before I knew Jesus, like there was nothing that I could have done to earn salvation, obviously, but like I was totally like and completely like Ephesians or one or two says is like I was spiritually dead in the trespasses of my sins. It was like any the idea of God, I would have like just stiff armed, but like God had to do a work in my heart in order for me to even like have like the receiving faith or like repentance and all those things is because God had to do that regenerative regenerative work in me before you know, like, so that I could even respond to him. Right. So like that has to do, you know, just with 
the the like knowing who I am as a human, like um, total depravity. That's like really what I I put a lot of emphasis on is like humans apart from God can do no good. Not meaning that they can't like give yeah. food to orphans and do all these things, but yeah. the heart motive is always yeah, going sin, to be corrupt. Sin it's, yeah, killed. sin is like completely like, and you know, it darkened all of our hearts and our understanding. So it's like yeah. nothing, you could do nothing from a p- truly pure motive. And even if somehow you could, it's like to God, it everything has to be for the glory of him. If it's not done for the glory of him or if it's not done on, out of faith, it's sin. Yeah. It's like scripture literally says that. It's, if it's not done out of faith, it's, it's wrong. Yeah. So I think for me, I try to stop there. I think it's a healthy spot to stop. It's a good, yeah. If you go any further, like that's where I went to college. When I was at Boyce, that's like that. Everyone would talk about that is like, someone tried to explain it to me. Like we're all actors reading a script. Like we want to read it. And it's like, it's, it was weird, bro. Like it it Uh -uh. got so annoying because it's like, you're thinking about it too much. Like all we need to know is that God is like doing a work in us on a day to day basis. Right. He's like conforming us to the image of his son. But at the same time, like scripture, the whole point is like, it gives us like responsibility and will. And like, Mm -hmm. there needs to be a balance of like, Oh, I have responsibility, but also God is sovereign. And that line is always going to be a little tricky, just like God is perfectly just, but perfectly yeah. merciful. It's yeah. like, there are things we just can't comprehend. So yeah. uh, all I know is that you can't ignore the scriptures that talk about God predestining things or hardening people's hearts. I mean, like God hardened Pharaoh's heart, you know, yeah. but he like also hardened his own heart. So like, there's weird stuff there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, there is a lot of things that God's done that he doesn't necessarily do now too, like turning people into a pillar of salt and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Like there is some of that too. It's like, you know, why is the God, that God is the same God, but why is that version of God that we see then not necessarily doing the same things now? And there's, you know, some of those questions. While being the same yesterday, today, you know, exactly. There's some weird questions there. And and I think a lot of that comes for me. I, I, I account some of that to Jesus taking the wrath of God, which, you know, at, in the Old Testament, the wrath of God was in full flesh. You could get the love of God, but you could also experience the wrath of God in the sense of he could, you know, burn a whole city or, you know, whatever. And Meteor now shower. he doesn't do that because Jesus took that punishment. Now, I get like, so, yeah, <clears throat> with all of that, I I don't believe in the predestined side of that um, necessarily. I mean, I, I think I can comprehend some of that being possible and and I'm not necessarily turned against like that being what it is Mm -hmm. like my view of that honestly my view of God right now is if I die and my view is incorrect I I have peace with that like when I get to heaven and I'm like (laughs) oh I was wrong (laughs) well that's okay because he's God yeah he's got a much better understanding of all this than I do and so you know if what if what I thought you know, through my whole life was a little bit off. Um, that's all right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with that. As long as I feel like I tried my best to pursue the truth, you know, that's all you can do because yeah. everybody's, there's so many denominations. There's so many versions of yeah. the one said truth. It's hard, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. It's hard. It's fair. Yeah. But we got the Bible though, man, right? <laughs> we do. We do. But the interpretations of it. Yeah, but I feel like there's like consistent like interpretations, like in the sense of like uh, proper her- hermeneutics. And, like, oh, there's definitely like, like, you know, like there's a right way stuff. to like to to read it. But at the same time, like I get it. Like again, there's going to be gray areas. There's always going to be uh, <clears throat> super dumb, super dumb. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of it. You yeah. know, like I wish everything was just clearly black and white. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like you know, if God chooses who goes to heaven, does He also choose who goes to hell? double predestination versus single predestination. Well, I mean, 
I think it's that's what I'm saying. Single pre- same, anyone no who what. says single predestination, like it's like it doesn't make any really sense because it's like by inferring because here difference between single double predestination in a nutshell. Yeah, single is like God only predestines those who go to heaven and then leaves the others to their own vices, but does not interact with. I guess it's just a matter of like. He doesn't like I mean, do anything. Saved, he just like leaves them. But, if but double saved, predestination is like go? that. Not only would he create people to go to heaven, but like he creates people to harden them. Like he would actively do something to keep them from like not. Sounds to me like another way to say he sends them to hell. <laughs> that's what, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but single predestination would be like, hey, I created you and I'm just going to let you like. Yeah. Like to your own human vices. Yeah, yeah, totally. Whereas one seems a little, the other one seems a little bit more active. I don't know. See, but that's what I'm saying when I think there's so many interpretations of what the Bible says in the sense of there's a lot <coughs> that I think says that God would never like be the person that picks who goes to hell, you know? But but when you think about it, like in predestination sense, sometimes it, it does seem that way. Mm-hmm. It gives the impression that like if you're picking who goes to into heaven <laughs> you're picking who doesn't yeah um but Again, I, these are stuff that it's like it's not these this isn't the first per, i'm not the first person to bring up this question yeah. like this is definitely like obviously you know this is why there's debates and this also why there's more than one side yeah you know definitely yeah ultimately you, i mean you really do have to like read the word but like you have to study it and uh i think i think that there needs to be room and i think everyone's brain to know that like even like, cause I think what happens is people are like, I cannot believe in a God who would do that, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I think it's valid. It's like, there's there, you can't just throw away those scriptures. Like you just, you have to, you have to like reconcile it in some way. So like, just know that even if even, so like, let's say, you know, I'm wrong. Like, and then that means when, yeah, I get to heaven. I'll be like, Oh man, I got that wrong. Like, like you said, but if, if you were to say, Oh God couldn't be that way. Like I could not believe in a God who would do something like that. It's like there is a way to reconcile that God is a a a, a wonderful Father, while also this uh, this while balancing that at the same time. I agree with that, and, and, but it's it's difficult. I'm not gonna say it's easy. No, That's I, why I don't talk about it a lot because like no, it kind of yeah. like it hurts sometimes. I, you know, I agree with that. Like I feel like you can come at it with that mindset of when you get to heaven, you can understand that God is sovereign and bigger than what we can imagine, and that His ways are higher but then i also can relate and understand the people who get so turned off by the concept of it that they can't they can't serve a god that you know makes the call before you're even existing you know yeah and i get you know we 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 have a buddy that's like that you know out on the road he 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 grew up in that kind of faith the oh yeah calvinism faith and it it burnt him so badly that you know he doesn't even know if god exists and it's like you know <clears throat> that's also hard too when a, a certain belief system burns you from God, but yeah, like there are like other interpretations that you could go and like search, like being an Arminian. Like I'm not saying that's what I am. I'm just saying yeah. that is another interpretation that has people who have studied it for, you know, yeah, famous, and, yeah famous pastors and, you know, Billy Graham, he was definitely not a Calvinist. In no way. And, and it's like that side exists for a reason. And I don't know. It's just so, it's so interesting. And it, it also, uh, the the core principles matter, and then we can get so caught up in the the nitty yeah. gritty stuff that honestly doesn't matter, um, in a sense because it doesn't change who God is and who Jesus is. Um, 
it just is funny that we as Christians can get so bent out of shape over it. Yeah, I definitely think it's been blown out of proportion a little bit. Um, yeah. Like I would, I could align, obviously, like I could go share the gospel with someone who is an Arminian. I mean, like one of my favorite pastors always said, preach like an Arminian, rest like a Calvinist, you know, because, you know, I've said that a lot, but yeah, you know, the idea of preach with ferocity, you want to like plead with people to come to Jesus, but then like know that there's nothing that you could have said different, you know, that God, like God's going to use that and God's going to work through that. And the Holy Spirit's going to work through that. Um, and you don't have to like try and force people to become saved. It's like, that's not your job. It's the Holy Spirit's job. You know, I think both parties can get on that side too. So sure. Definitely. Probably. I mean, yeah, that sounds great to me. Well, wow. There you go. <clears throat> there's a taste. That there's... is fun. <laughs> I, I dig it. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't and, trying to tee up too many hardball stuff. No, it's, it's was, just good talk. I, I was mean, kind of just trying to keep it casual, but keep it cash. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's interesting. It's, um, <laughs> he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've just had the conversation too much to where it's, or not too much. It's like, uh, ho- hopefully whatever you heard here, it's like, you know, you don't think at least, well, you couldn't be crazy. You're too reasonable. But for I, my, I don't know about that. I hope y'all don't think I'm crazy. Like if you know, like you, you, I, I tried it. I hopefully am like a relatively reasonable, like reformed person. But I also keep it very under wraps because I just don't. I, again, I don't think it's that important to like bring up in every single conversation. I, I bring up with theological nerds because like why not? It's fun. But yeah, it can be fun. Um, it's fun to debate sometimes. Uh, but at the end of the day, Jesus is Jesus. He's God's God. He's he's a little smarter than us, and <laughs> I trust him a little bit. I'm trusting him. Yeah, I'm just holding on for dear life. God, John Calvin's like right, right there, there like right, right under him. <laughs> like I'm talking like sometimes he's above, but right under him. Not consistently above. Not just consistently. Like, you know. uh, yeah, uh, man. Well, anyways, <laughs> I don't even know what that you really... You didn't cough too much. Uh, kind of from the... I made it out of that. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Um, yeah, if y'all want to hear what I believe, mine's way more uh, than Joseph, <laughs> but... Um, but uh, I, think I thought you explained your position pretty well. Thanks. I mean, I could go yeah. deeper into it um, yeah. if if we ever wanted me to, but um, we'll save that for the Kojo conference in a couple of years. Whenever yeah. we, you know, when we have a full blown yeah, a, just po- a panel, women's conference, <laughs> Kojo's women's conference, <laughs> Kojo women conference, dude. What we could shepherd all of the all of the young ladies what? in the Lord. And the boy. I don't know, dude. I'm that sounds so up. weird. That's what I was trying to make it weird. <laughs> We're joking. It's a joke. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, uh, well, thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast today. What do you got going on for the rest of the week, Kobe? What do you, do you have anything coming coming this week? I got practice for this Cradle Opry thing. Yeah, uh, I need to edit some videos for for some of my stuff. And then yeah, I'm gonna work on some Kojo song stuff. Cool, which will be good. I'm excited. Good time. I'm excited for that. Yes, sir. Um, Ashlyn's birthday is Wednesday. Or, oh, baby. Twenty uh, fourth, whatever. What y'all doing? Um, you gonna do anything? We're gonna go get breakfast, and then she's gonna um, get some stuff done. She needs to get done, and then we're gonna probably do like some kind of shopping date. Okay. She, I didn't buy her anything. She wants me to like go out with her. She picks stuff out. Okay, cool. Because I've done the buy her things. Yeah. Like I've done that for three years. So yeah, she's a little more like, let's just go and like, and I'll let you know yeah. like, what I want. I'm yeah, like, that's that's a, that's, a that's a woman a, who knows what she wants. Yeah, right there. Because I'm also planning some other stuff right now that is uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking up a little bit of time. <laughs> so that's good. Oh, yeah, we probably should stop. My disc space is almost full. Oh, nice. Well, we talked music and we talked life. Peace. Hope God doesn't send you to hell. Oh, no.